2: This episode of Afterwork Drinks is sponsored by our favourite
3: Australian luxury personalised pyjama brand, Midnight Mischief Sleepwear. Midnight Mischief creates luxe pyjama sets and robes personalised to perfection with exquisite embroidery. Whether you deserve a little luxury for yourself, have a bridal or wedding event, or need men's kids or women's pyjamas for an extra special gift, Midnight Mischief gives you the perfectly Insta-worthy gift of luxury and style. Visit www.midnightmischief.com.au
4: Hello favourites and welcome back to another episode of After Work Drinks With. This week we are so excited to bring you our interview with Benny, the New Zealand music sensation being called the next lord. Earlier this year Benny's song Super Lonely became a TikTok anthem of lockdown, racking up a casual 500 million downloads on Spotify and earning Benny nods from the likes of Elton John and slots on The Allen Show and Jimmy Kimmel. Now, Benny's releasing her first studio album, Hey You X, which features collaborations with Grimes and Lily Allen. Hey You is already getting glowing reviews by the likes of Enemy and is out now, so download it immediately. We chat to Benny about why so many talented musicians come out of New Zealand, my home country, what it's like to go viral during lockdown, why it's important to be political, and why fame doesn't really interest her. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe, and we will see you again on Wednesday. How are you?
5: How are you? Good. Good.
4: I'm very sleepy. It's 6.30 in the morning in bloody London. Is
5: it? Yeah. Oh my god, I I thought you were about to say you were in Aussie, and I was like, oh shoot, wait, what? (laughs) I'm (laughs) confused. Oh my god, 6am.
4: Um, How are you doing? How's New Zealand been? I'm from New Zealand, but I've been here (laughs) for the whole time. Are you?
5: Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, It's been, yeah, it's been, it's been good at the moment firstly
4: we both fucking love your music (laughs) thank you so great and you've like taken off so massively recently which um
5: thanks
4: must be kind of crazy in quarantine right
5: yeah oh yeah very very weird (laughs) Mm. very very weird time for stuff to be going like well for me
3: (laughs) yeah totally i'm like what the fuck? <laughs> so you're 20 now, which is quite young to have kind of hit the big time in the way that you have. Um, was music something that you wanted to do from, like, a super, super young age?
5: Um, yeah. I mean, I kind of grew up around um, a musical kind of family. My mum sings. And my dad used to play the clarinet. But they've always kind of, you know, played me music um, growing up, like Guvermada and, like, Björk. And Radiohead and like Niles Barkley and like Grace Jones kind of stuff. So I kind of, you know, grew up loving that kind of stuff. And then also taking me to like the Greyland Festival. Yeah. So those kind of um, those kind of things growing up um, and kind of being around like Fat Freddy's and stuff like, you know, all kind of connected. Then I kind of, when I was eight, I asked my parents if I could learn the saxophone. Um, which might have been because of the symptoms. I'm like trying to remember, <laughs> trying to remember like why I asked to learn an instrument. But um, I also played like the guitar in primary school and everything. So I, I kind of you know I loved it then. And then went to St Mary's. You, I don't know if you know St Mary's College, which is in to me, which is like. Um, music is compulsory for four years mm-hmm. so I l- I played the saxophone then and did some singing and then dropped it all for like water polo and football and so life-saving and then like decided in year 13 that I actually wanted to release soundcloud covers because I was like I don't know what the heck I'm gonna do with my life yeah and where did that really even me. come from like how did you
4: even I know, know how to do that
5: <laughs> um, like, I mean I did like a singing cup In like year 8 And I had like some mates who were like Sing for us And I was like it's not ever going to happen And then in year 13 I was like I don't know I was kind of just Like why Why, why don't I just post something on SoundCloud And I recorded stuff onto GarageBand um, And posted it Like just for my mates and then that got me In contact with my producer And my manager now and I started working in the studio, and that's when I was kind of like, oh, my gosh, like, I love this. Um, your Is
4: your producer the guy you're talking about from Leisure?
5: Yes, Josh Fountain.
4: Yeah, I'm so obsessed with Leisure. Such a cool they're band. So, so. Yeah, they're, they're so sick. Um, yeah,
5: they're so sick. And they're the coolest dudes as well.
4: That's so amazing. So what were you kind of like in high school? Were you always a bit of a performer? Were you
5: popular? <laughs> 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 um, no, I don't know. Were you popular? Nah, I mean, I was, nah, I was like, um, far out, I don't know. I was definitely like a sporty person, um, who, I mean, I don't know. I like tried hard, but I wasn't like the best. Kind feel me? Mm. I am dyslexic, so that was like, I use that as my excuse because that actually is a thing, and, um, so yeah, but I mean, nah, I liked school and I had, lots of cool mates there who are now like still my mates um they were maybe the popular ones and I was like one of the people that just was like like hung about you know pretty chill yeah
4: I feel like I was the same so chill
5: it's (laughs) it's funny
4: like growing up in New Zealand and Australia because it's just a different high school experience to yeah the US and the UK I think like you can kind of be friends with the cool kids but not be like involved
5: yeah I feel well I feel like I don't know. I didn't really think that there was, like, a kind of cool group at our school,
3: you know?
4: Yeah, yeah, that's nice. I don't know.
3: Whether it's annoying or not, it's, like, hard for people to talk to you without talking about Lord in terms of it being a young female singer who's kind of exploited on the yeah. international scene. Um, do you think there's something about New Zealand and growing up somewhere maybe a little smaller or more isolated that helps with your creativity?
5: Yeah, I would say so. I think, I think definitely, like, I don't know, I feel like kind of comparing us to, like, the States, I feel like everyone's pretty chill here, and I feel like it's, like, you know, I didn't realise, like, even making music at the start, like, how much of, like, how businessy it all is and how, like, competitive it is. And I feel like maybe that, in a way, kind of makes people create art that maybe they want to be creating more so than trying to reach charts and stuff which I feel is something that maybe is like you know squished into people in the states from the start um but I don't know I feel like yeah also coming from far away I just I just feel like the art that comes out of places that are more isolated is normally a little more different yeah
4: the New Zealand music industry is so cool and it's funny though because like obviously being from such a small country like New Zealand is so chill so people don't care Mm -hmm. if like Lord is sitting at the same cafe as them but then at the same time it's so small that people really do notice you like have you had obviously since this all happened and New Zealand's like the one country in the world where you can still do things have you had like yes many crazy fan moments since then
5: (laughs) um yeah I actually saw you
4: I actually saw you I just realized I saw you on the street and um Springs yeah (laughs) because I was home during (laughs) lockdown and you guys were like you and your friends were like patting a cat
5: Oh yeah, that sounds like <laughs> something that I'd be doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's what happens normally. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it, it has been happening more recently. I think after the super lonely thing, um, and it's really weird. Like, but it's it's nice. It's nice when it happens like in the daytime or when it's like you know chill like that. But sometimes I get it when I like go to gigs and like there are like blokes who like record me without asking, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? so weird people
4: forget i think that you're just like a very young woman at the same time like even with all this billy really? orange stuff with her like people commenting on like the, a singlet that she's wearing i'm like can we all just remember oh that this God, is like a t- this is a teenager that you're talking it's ridiculous.
5: about it's it's a stupid thing that people have in their heads where they forget that like that musicians are like very very normal and it's like i i, I also i just don't understand it because i feel like i I put a lot of effort into trying to kind of, on all of my social media and stuff, trying to kind of make it very um, honest and kind of, you know, like this is normal, I'm normal, 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 normal human. (laughs) And then you have stuff happening where you're like, 20 year old dude is recording me at a gig and I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Like, What are you up to? Come up and ask me.
3: I guess you just can't control who becomes interested in you or who finds your music so you can end up getting fans that are just not who you want coming to your concerts or being a fan of you. Have you had trouble with kind of like super fans or um, anything that's super intense to the point where it's gotten scary? Um,
5: Not so much. I feel like, I mean, it might just be because I'm a New Zealander and I feel like the stuff that I'm kind of seeing is not that intense I did have two guys follow me in a car, recording me, and that's I had so to like creepy. drive past. That's I had fun. to drive past my house because I was like, what "The fuck!" And I was doing like weird turns and everything, and they were like following me. And I was like, "This is so random." <laughs> and I'm sure it was innocent. I'm sure it was innocent, but it's just that same thing of people just not. I think they just need to be like reminded that you know it's that's weird, and you don't do that <laughs> to like you don't do that to any girl you see on the street. Like you mm-hmm. don't shouldn't do it to anyone. So you went
4: to uni briefly and dropped out after two weeks to pursue music. What was it? Well, firstly, like, what were you going to go and study and and think that you were going to do other than music? And then what was the push to just be like, fuck it?
5: Um, I was doing communications degree. Oh, I did that. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I was doing. And I mean, I thought that that was kind of the right thing for me because I wanted to do something in, like, the creative industry. and. I just but then I was making music on the side as well and I had two jobs washing dishes at Cotto and making pizzas at Epileto's so I was like you know I was kind of doing that stuff and making music and I was like oh know. I got to like the second Friday and I got home and like had a breakdown and I was like I don't think this is what I want to be doing at this point in my life like it feels like a distraction and it feels like if I kept doing this for the next three years all of my like time and effort would be you know, on this, on getting papers in and everything, and where, and then I felt felt like it would be a distraction because I was also trying to release music and kind of like establish myself as as an artist. So I kind of just dropped out. And mum was like, mum was like, you can go back to uni any year. And I think that I needed that kind of push. Um. So yeah. And the success
3: you've had, obviously, quickly is crazy. Super lonely. Took off in this nuts way, literally half a billion streams on Spotify which is like wild um yeah. how, how does it feel when something goes that viral is it like you wake up and you're like what the fuck or was it just slow building mm. over days like what did the rollout of realizing it was taking off look like
5: yeah I mean I don't like this can't like even like the number doesn't I can't like I can't like you can't like, 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 think like think of figure it. it out you know yeah. what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah I can't quite figure it out <laughs> <laughs> like I don't even know how to count to like I don't know, to like, like a million or not a billion. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like it's your like your brain
3: stops working past the your brain past, like, stops working. Five
5: hundred. Exactly. Like yeah. I think I think that a room full of a hundred people is a lot of people and I think that that's a lot of people at a gig. So it's like I don't know. When that kind of stuff happens it's just like it just is pretty surreal and it's kind of like what the f- And unless you see the people in front of you, you don't really, you know what I mean? When I play a big show, I'm like, holy crap, all these people listen to my music. But then yeah, to think that it's even bigger than like the people in the room, it's insane. And to one song, it's just crazy. So yeah, just very surreal.
4: And you obviously also got like a massive following when your songs went viral on TikTok. Um, I was like, at the start of lockdown, getting in the TikTok thing which is like so embarrassing considering how old I am <laughs> like just like, like watching I wasn't, I wasn't like recall, I wasn't like filming but your song was like Glitter yeah. was like the main song all over um thing and then I started yeah. listening to you and I had no idea you were from New Zealand um mm-hmm. it's yeah what was that like like realizing that that was happening on on TikTok and were you across it like are you a TikTok user or were you just like, <laughs> what the fuck's happening
5: No, I had no idea, honestly, what it was, and I was pretty late to, like, download the app, Um, but I was being sent videos from everyone, being like, dude, look at this, and I was like, what is this? What are you sending me? Why are you sending me videos of people dancing? Um, But then I kind of, like, realized that it was a big thing now, like, a new big thing for music, and it's where a lot of, like, artists have been, like, like, Lil Nas X, like, he made it. For TikTok apparently so it's like I was like holy crap like, this is insane um and then when Super Lonely started getting picked up on it that's when I kind of downloaded the app and I was like oh crumb like what's happening here and, and I thought it was actually quite entertaining watching like what like 10 second videos of people doing weird stuff but um <laughs> I don't know I like I mean I think since then I've kind of my label asked me to make an account I don't actually really run it um but it's, you know, it's there are a lot of people there who uh, and a lot of young people who are um, really into music and who are kind of weird in a good way, kind of expressing themselves on the app So I think it's like a cute way for people to share music. And it's obviously very good for artists at the moment. So, yeah, I have a lot to thank.
1: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves,
2: feel the warm breeze,
0: Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Four,
3: I
5: think, at this point.
3: It's strange to kind of take off in the way you have during a lockdown, obviously. Like, everything about right now is strange, but you've kind of done things like um, The Ellen Show and Jimmy Fallon, and you haven't got to have the experience of flying to LA and going on the set. Um, has that been frustrating, or are you just...
5: Um, I mean, maybe sometimes I'm like, a, like I could admit them. But then at the same time, I'm like, I got full creative control. We got to art direct everything and kind of film it wherever we wanted to. There was also not as much pressure to on the performance because I didn't have to perform it in front of a room full of people. I had to do it in front of a camera, which was nice. And I feel like I always sound better when I'm not nervous. So yeah, I feel like there are, you know, pros and cons obviously to everything. But yeah, in this case, I'm kind of happy that I'm still stuck at home, to be quite honest. Mm. And you've also said in the past
4: that you suffer from anxiety which I always find crazy when people who suffer from anxiety are performers because it like makes me literally want to throw mm-hmm. up thinking about doing a speech <laughs> in front of a room of people.
5: Oh I um, can't do speeches either. I can't yeah. Do speeches.
4: <laughs> so how do you keep your anxiety in check before like going on stage in front of thousands of people?
5: It's weird. I can't go to a shop by myself. It's pretty in the last like couple of years it's become pretty like severe where I have to literally take someone with me to the supermarket or everywhere I go and that's because that's the anxiety but then do you think that's like the
4: fame element or do you think that's just anxiety it would be the same without the
5: I think it would be the same without because like even when I was just starting out music when not a lot of people knew about me it was still like a thing of like I wouldn't want to go anywhere by myself (laughs) which I still think is like a little bit like maybe a little bit pathetic I should probably get over it but um yeah no but then yeah but then I feel like I don't know there's something very very different about performing and then I don't know what it might be just the fact that I have this character maybe that I kind of you know where I switch to Benny from Stellar and kind of am just there to perform and everything um which is random but I can't speak in front of like a room of like 10 people listening to me having to say something serious like i could i'm thinking about 21st speeches and i'm like i'm so (laughs) nervous and it's like it honestly like anything anything to do with like speaking is so so scary and it's
4: funny as well because now just suddenly you've become a business owner and you're the person <laughs> in the room that everyone wants to hear from. It's and I find like with women we we often find it was like so much harder. It's like we just don't get that like extra chip in our brains to be fine mm. speaking in front of a room of people but that's like obviously going to be what everyone wants to. It's also
5: well I mean but it's also it's the label is run like um, a woman called Trieste and another woman called Poppy so it's three of us who can share the, share the load and I don't Amazing. think they're as
3: nervous as I am. This will sound like a little bit um, boomer-esque now but we're always curious <laughs> about, um, about kids who are younger than us who kind of grew up with social media in a, a different way to the way that we did. It's been so kind mm-hmm. of uh, ubiquitous since you were a kid. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think that's transformed your relationship in the sense that it doesn't mean that much to you or is it? the opposite
5: yeah I guess so because I've always kind of I mean I've grown up just it just being there and always kind of using it and stuff and I've kind of I don't know I guess I I I do sometimes step back from it I'm like oh my god like I wish that I was born in a different time when I didn't need when none of this existed but then at the same time I don't know I think I think for me it's a place where I can be very connected to people and I feel like as long as you don't get kind of sucked into the the bad kind of parts of it I feel like, I don't know, I feel like there are a lot of good things that come out of it. I think if I wasn't a, if I wasn't a musician, I think I'd definitely try to kind of separate myself from it a bit more. Yeah, because there's an element of it being
3: just a clever branding exercise at this point, not like a business totally. thing. So is there like a separation where you put like limits on yourself per day or you kind of outsource
5: some of the posting? Mm. Sometimes I find that I'm on like Instagram too much, but then I realize I'm literally sending like business messages every day on Instagram like it's all work for me and it's like networking and too it totally is oh my god I like I hate messaging like I honestly I hate messaging people and like conversations on Instagram and stuff because I get anxiety and stressed out about like replying and, and everything but um no no I had an ex-boyfriend who was always like oh my God, you're always on your phone. You're literally always on your phone. And I'm like, yeah, it's because my manager messaged me, it messages me every day. And I literally, am, I get I have 97 unread emails right now and half of those are work. So it's, I don't know, it's kind of weird because maybe I should find a balance, but at the same time, I've got to do it, you know? How have you kind of come to terms
4: with having this new influence as well? Like you have half a million people on Instagram alone or like more than that, actually, listening to what you say do you find that a bit stressful in terms of even like I've seen you posting political stuff which is amazing like do you have to Mm. figure out where you're where you're comfortable speaking
5: yeah I mean it's so weird again like something <laughs> doesn't feel very, real like yet. it doesn't feel real and it's very new to me and it's only when people like remind me about the amount of people who are now listening to what I'm having to say in my posts but I think that right now I'm currently just you know in a place where I'm like okay people are listening to you how can we like use this in a good way and that's dissing Trump and it's talking it's being political for me at least it's Mm. being political and it's you know spreading shit that I think is important I mean I don't know I think I think get a lot of like people hating on that and saying you shouldn't be political and it just bloody makes me so fiery I know I posted the other the other day if you support Trump like I don't need you here because it's the truth like I'd like to think that a majority of the people who are listening to me you know uh, believe in equality and are not racist and are not homophobic and everything and so I try to kind of steer them away because I know that you know I want to say whatever I want to say and I don't want to get too much hate for that but yeah I don't know I think it's it's definitely weird kind of having people listening so I'm obviously going to be a little bit more careful with what I'm saying
4: it's funny people saying you shouldn't be political if you're a musician or a performer it's like also what the only people that are allowed to be political are like people who uh work in restaurants I know. like I what
5: think is that if I, I, I honestly I'm like when people say it I'm like okay. <laughs> like, an, an artist, a musician who isn't political is not someone who, like, what the heck, they're obviously doing something wrong if they're not being political, mm-hmm. you know? That's like, yeah. even like that Taylor Swift documentary, I was watching that and it was, like, talking about how, was it like her dad stopped her from being political and she talked spoke out about it saying how horrible it was, Oh. I, as if I would not be political. Yeah, it's
3: one of the, like, only good things I feel like about the Donald Trump era is that there's now a lot more, um, not, like, pressure, but I, I think celebrities are, are pushed to be political more and to say blatantly Definitely. what their alignments are. Um, Definitely. Because it. people just want to know now. You want to know who you're supporting.
5: Heck, yeah. And, I, I mean, even, like, things like Lives Matter and, like, climate change, I feel yeah. like, You know, it's also a place now where I can talk about that kind of stuff. And it's the coolest thing when I see someone I follow who has, you know, millions of followers talking about that kind of stuff because that's the important stuff. And Mm. I think that's something that I've found, like, even this year. I found it very weird, you know, talking about myself and, and you know, that kind of stuff. And I felt really horrible about talking about what I was doing because there are much, much, much more important things to be talking about, obviously. But yeah, that's also when I kind of had to acknowledge that actually I do have to sometimes just keep working at know as an artist. And it's even like the album. Like I feel weird about talking about my album and like, you know, doing interviews about the album and stuff. But at, at the same time, it's like music is also something that is so important right now because I feel like I, feel pretty strongly that it that it helps everyone in any kind of search so yeah people need it
3: so you have people like elton john who's aware of you and has talked about (laughs) you the fame element is pretty insane firstly have you re calibrated what your ambitions for your life are now considering oh what a level you hit early on like what what does God. making it look like to you now I
5: don't know why mm-hmm. well I just all I know is I want to be like 70 and have like a really great family and be like happy maybe on a farm with a sanctuary that's like my goal very New life. Zealand yeah yeah well <laughs> maybe at a beach and that's that's like my that's my goal but i mean yeah when 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 it's, and it's only really happened with Elton John, which is insane for me. But like when that kind of stuff happens, it's just what the fuck. But that, that kind of thing is also kind of what pushed me to do like the label that I started because I feel like, you know, someone who, like someone like that talking about you is so helpful and I feel like there are so many low key artists who maybe people don't know about. So, the thing about having a platform now, I feel like that's when I kind of was like, oh shoot, like people were listening to me talking about climate action. Now they can listen to me talk about artists who I think are really cool.
4: Yeah, that's so cool. So, you've literally launched your own label to help new aspiring artists. Yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah, so do you think that you care about the fame side of things? Like, are you, is, is one of your things, like, do you wanna to move to LA? Do you want to be going to these award ceremonies and like schmoozing with Beyonce, or is that whole side of things <laughs> not really up your alley?
5: Um, oh gosh, I could just imagine myself at one of those things. I would be like a stressful. So I do Yeah, I'd probably lock myself in the bathroom or get really, really, really drunk. Um, yeah, I don't know. why. I, I don't, I don't know if the fame aspect has ever really appealed to me. Like, I kind of understand why like Sia and stuff do the hiding the face thing because sometimes mm. it it it's it, like sometimes I think it would be quite nice to be able to just be making art and not have to have people looking at your face and and have all that kind of stuff going on but then I don't know it's too late now obviously um but yeah I don't know I mean you know I think that's just part of the thing is going to those events have there been
3: annoying people from like high school coming out of the woodworks acting like you're being gifts <laughs> now <laughs>
4: It's like my dream. Yeah.
3: I just want to become famous. Yeah, fuck yeah off. there's like that one person
4: <laughs> who like slides in and you're like, hello, hello. We have even had that with the podcast. It,
5: yeah. yeah? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Um, yeah, it actually does happen. It's quite funny because you like, you kind of hear about that kind of stuff happening in like movies and stuff and that happens and you're like, oh, this is so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, dude, you didn't even actually know I had this girl ask her friend to... Well, her friend asked me to make it like a happy birthday video for this girl who was like super super popular and i was like i remember being like blatantly ignored by this person at parties like she didn't give a fork about me like what is what's going on you know what i mean it is it's kind of like just it's kind of embarrassing it's like
3: dude yeah, yes, settle. But fame makes people act weird. Yeah, it definitely makes does. Crazy. Yeah, like it, and it. Yeah,
4: it's it's a it's such a weird thing to get your head around. Like I have a few friends who are like very famous, and then you. I was staying in LA with one of them, like at one of their houses, and then she yeah. was like, she was like super. Uh, starstruck by another celebrity and I was like oh it just like mm-hmm. carries on like even when you're super yeah. famous you're like getting super totally. starstruck by like another celebrity I was like this is Heck makes yeah. me feel better about like being a freak around <laughs> <I miss
0: people.
5: laughs> yeah I feel yeah I feel like I'll I'll, I mean I feel like everyone will be a freak around someone we
3: wanted to talk about money obviously no specifics but just about like the relationship Mm -hmm. that you have as a (laughs) 20 year old woman in a kind of fickle industry where you can't make long-term plans you don't necessarily know what the next five years will look like Mm -hmm. have you got a pretty like sensible level-headed approach to money or did you go a bit crazy at the start
5: (laughs) (laughs) um I mean, well, to be honest, I got a dog and a cat in a house. And that's like...
4: (laughs) Fucking house. Sorry. Well, that knows, but like,
5: people, but people, people, somehow someone found out about it and some people know, but that's, this is like, I mean, it's more than I need, but it's like, what, I kind of, I don't know, I don't want, I don't need, I'm not out there like, you know, I feel like this is, I'm happy now. I'm quite satisfied. Just like supporting my family and everything. And I feel like I'm not, not going too crazy. If that's, that's what, the that dream apparently Kylie yeah, yeah. Jenner. um everyone's like stressed out about how she's spending
3: her billions <laughs> i was like that would be me oh my
4: god <laughs>
3: yeah because i mean no, but abstract so if you suddenly had if i suddenly had like a lot more say than i had in the past i feel like it would take me a bit of time to like get my head around <laughs> what i was actually allowed like- to
5: do oh totally but i mean i also i i grew up with a family who were not super loaded or anything and Uh, money has always been like something that has been like a you know like it's always been kind of talked about like as and like oh we need money like that kind of Mm. thing so I've grown up knowing that it's you know it is hard to earn and a lot of people don't have a lot of money um and so I I mean also my parents run my bank account like they are in charge of all my banking and everything so (laughs) I think I think it's all pretty like tame
4: amazing um I feel like we need to let you go did you want to ask about
3: Amy Winehouse Grace? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just saw you loved Amy Winehouse And I do too, so I was just talking
5: <laughs> 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 to you so, about her 30 seconds But it's like a good one no, no, she's great um, She's bloody brilliant Thank brilliant. you so much
4: for your time, Benny we Thank you guys We are stoked to speak to you Because we know that you're just going to be like fucking massive
5: <laughs>
4: And I'm so thank proud you. you're from New Zealand
5: Yeah Yes Yes. Cool, binge. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. you. See you later. Bye. Bye, guys.